Good morning, SK, and good morning to the listeners. Now, just a quick follow-up on the Jennifer Ferguson story that we spoke about yesterday, SK. Um, she says another victim has contacted her, uh, who, and she has also allegedly been uh, sexually assaulted by the SAFA president. Um, she did say this in her post, that if anyone else, since it, it was 24 years later, she said she, she thinks that it could have happened to someone else, and if it had, she invited you to please inbox her and let her know and it seems like another victim has contacted her. And, of course, still no word from the Jordan camp. Just on that, after 7, uh, we'll play you an interview with, uh, 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 I keep wanting to say Melinda, it's Jennifer Ferguson. Yes. And uh, our correspondent, Joan Marie Ferhoof, actually sat down uh, with her for an interview. So we will be playing you that after 7. Still on the topic of abuse, SK, Harvey Weinstein, um, we'll also remember we spoke about this last week, renowned director Quentin Tarantino has come out saying that he knew about what Harvey was doing Mm. and he did nothing. Promise you. Really? Promise you. And he's also called out all male executives, filmmakers and writers, including his own brother, Weinstein's own brother, saying who said they were shocked at these allegations. And he says anyone who was close to Harvey knew what kind of man he is. So big ups to Quentin, man. And I see I'm telling you. Big ups how? He knew. He said nothing. What did he do? Well, at least he's saying something now rather than oh, the ones wow. who keep, who are still defending him, who knew it was happening and continue to defend his actions. Eh, let's leave that argument for another time. And you know what, I'd like to redirect. There are some, I've, I've noticed on uh, social medias, there are some uh, male users who are talking about these people who are only coming out of the woodwork now and why are women talking about uh, abuse now and why is it becoming such a hot topic now. I'd like to dare you and challenge you to go to Nsigimazwai's timeline and check out the thread where she says, name your abuser. You will be shocked at the stories that women are telling. I wanted to speak about Becoming Mrs. Jones, which premiered last night. I mean, sorry, last week. Apparently, SK, it's one of the biggest, it's hit one of the biggest ratings on, on Vuzu. It got about 100,000 people watching last week. It's a three-part series. It's on again tonight. Let's check that out. And you know, I've always got the tea for you. So know what? We located the Miss World dress designer. Ne? We found him and we <laughs> asked him, what were you thinking? That Zulu slash Ndebele slash mess? What what was going on? This is what he had to say. We refused as uh, Zulu scared with uh, the Ndebele Chonka. So I feel like, for me personally, I feel like it was very extremely South African. What you have to consider is that with the national costume for Miss World, going to Miss World, there's what they call world dances. So we had to do something simple so that she'll, she'll be able to move in. So we couldn't do a couture piece because she has to dance in it. My parents are very, very, very supportive because they know um, our, our kind of way. So most people were, you no, know, they were very supportive. Honestly, my, my clients were very supportive. I was a bit worried. But my clients were very, very supportive. And yeah, we're very happy. So there you have it, SK. The man says he had to create something that she could move in. Yeah. And apparently we don't get it because Miss World and Miss Universe are two different things. So. Your thoughts? Let's hear it. Minangazi, because it looks like she was channeling Mark Anthony in one of those movies <laughs> with Ndebele Choker. I don't know. Anyway, thanks, Apiwe.